This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audio sidekick to the Bigger Pockets blog. I'm your host, Tyler. And think about it this way each of these episodes is like one short chapter from a giant audiobook written by the world's best and brightest real estate investors. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. How to Calculate Rental Income for Child Support by Ashley Friedman So, the day has come to finally figure out how much your rental property income will affect your child support payment. You won't be surprised that many states consider that pretty penny a critical component when calculating these payments. As with any financial analysis, it's essential to understand how to break down the numbers, especially regarding child support. In most cases, parental income is calculated in its entirety. You're going to have to provide proof of all of your finances. For rental property owners the court will pay particular attention to the total net income of your rental. So, how is rental income calculated and how does that play into child support payments? Yes, I do realize this is a very niche podcast today. But if you have anybody in your life that could use this info, please feel free to forward this podcast on to them. We'll give you the lowdown on figuring out your rental income so that you can prepare yourself somewhat for the road ahead. What gets calculated in child support payments? All right, so the main factor that gets calculated in those payments is parental income, of course, the total amount of any salary or wages. This salary includes both taxable and non-taxable income. The formula for calculating child support payments can vary depending on your state. When determining gross income, many factors can come into play besides salary. These factors may include rental income, business income, work bonuses, pensions, investments. One thing to note is that many states allow for deductions from gross income for things like 
property taxes, union dues. Aside from monetary obligations, some states also factor in the following. How much time the child spends with each parent, costs associated with health insurance, the age of the child, and child care costs. So here's how to calculate rental income for child support. All right, so if you're wondering how to actually do this, the payments are based on several factors. But kind of in a nutshell here, these are the top three steps that should take place. First, determine your gross income. How much cash is the rental property bringing in? Let's just use 1000 bucks in rent for each month as an example. So at the end of the year, we have a total of $12,000 in gross rental income. We'll remember this number as we move on to the next step. Factor in deductible expenses. Yes, you can factor expenses into the equation. To make things simpler, let's consider the following expenses. Rental property taxes, 500 bucks. Repairs and maintenance costs, about 1000 Utilities, 1200 and property management fees at $2,500. So in this case, the total allowable expenses are 5200 bucks. However, there are still some expenses associated with the property that you can deduct from your gross income, such as your mortgages, tax, and interest. Let's hold on to that 5200 as we move on to the next step. Calculate net rental income. You can deduct the total allowable expenses from the gross rental income to determine your net rental income. So based on the example, we would use the $12,000 gross rental income minus $5,200 of total allowable expenses. That gives us $6,800. So the $6,800 would be used in the calculation to determine the child support amount. Remember that the amount of child support will vary based on your state. It's always a good idea to consult with a family law attorney or child support professional for guidance on accurately calculating rental income and child support payments. Check your local and state laws. Child support will be calculated differently depending on the state where you live. Often, states will provide child support calculators, which are a great starting tool for those strictly looking for an estimation. These calculators tend not to get into the nitty-gritty of finances, however, as they don't factor in your specific circumstances. So when looking into your local and state laws, here are a few formulas or models that you might see. The income shares model. 41 states use the income shares model. So think of this model as the financial life a child would receive had the parents stayed together. For this, you'll use both parents' incomes. The Melson formula. Three states use this formula, Delaware, Hawaii, Montana. Think of this as a more extreme version of the income shares model. This formula incorporates additional factors and expenses, many designed to consider parents' financial needs. The percentage of income model, like, you know, Alaska, Mississippi, Nevada, North Dakota, Texas, Wisconsin, they all use the percentage of income model. This is just a flat or adjusted percentage of the non-custodial parent's income. Rental income and child support payments, FAQs. Just a few, and then we'll wrap up for today. Does child support count as income for renting? It depends. This is an ongoing debate amongst landlords because there's a risk of the recipient of the child support not being paid at all. Happens quite a bit, really. If you're a landlord considering counting child support as income, you'll want to take a look at things like the court order and when payments are received. When it comes down to it, Let's say that the child support income is less reliable than you initially thought, and you decide to evict a tenant and collect the balance due. Will the state allow you to garnish the amount of as normal income? So, 
Since the Internal Revenue Service, IRS for short, doesn't consider child support taxable income, I would not consider it in the rent calculation unless you have a HUD-specific home. According to HUD.gov, by the way, rental property owners must count alimony or child support amounts awarded by the court unless the applicant certifies that payments are not being made and that he or she has taken all reasonable legal actions to collect amounts due, including filling with the appropriate courts or agencies responsible for enforcing payment. End quote. So, does child support count as income for renting? It depends. Oh, you knew that answer was coming. On the situation, and if not required, it's all about risk for the landlord and how much they're willing to take, really. So what income is actually counted for child support? The income counted toward child support can exceed just your salary. In some cases, gross income can include recurring capital gains or unrealized income, winnings from a day of gambling, rental income, and even sometimes interest earned on retirement accounts. But typically, any additional income outside of salary is considered. Sometimes, if C-Corps and S-Corps hold your rental properties, the court may even decide that the retained earnings are subject to child support calculations. If, for some reason, you disagree with the court's order, perhaps you think an income source shouldn't have been included, you can elect to go to the Court of Appeals to review the record. The review is to see if a legal mistake was made and if that mistake affected the overall outcome of the trial court case. Is money from rental properties considered income? Sure is, but only the net income from a rental property. So what does that mean? The term rental income doesn't necessarily mean you go off the total amount of rent payments coming in. You can deduct all those allowable property expenses, like we talked about, which will help you calculate net rental income. This is because the cash flow is the amount received in rent minus what's being paid out, including the interest part of the mortgage payment, property taxes, insurance, maintenance, all of those things. Not all things you consider an expense are actually honored by the court, though. Let's take a look at an example. In a Colorado Court of Appeals case, the trial court found that the principal portion of the mortgage payments did not qualify as ordinary and necessary expenses for purposes of calculating child support. Kind of makes sense. It's really all in the numbers. Last thing and then we'll wrap up for today. According to the Census Bureau, parents who received regular child support payments received a monthly average of $604 and a monthly medium of $396 in 2017. Although there hasn't been substantial growth in the average year after year, the number does seem to increase continuously though. If you own a rental property and for whatever reason are going your separate ways with the spouse, Make sure you truly pay attention to all the numbers, especially your total allowable expenses. Those expenses are crucial in determining your overall rental income and the amount calculated into a child support payment. That's a wrap on today's episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. If you're enjoying the show, can I ask for a favor? Please leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It takes a few seconds, and your feedback really helps us out. Thank you. Oh, really? And we'll see you again soon.